welcome back to another episode of Just a Bit of Banter. In this episode of the podcast, we welcome Evan from Citizens Fancast. Citizens Fancast is a Man City podcast based in the U.S. They cover all things Man City. We're going to go over the most recent Copenhagen game, get into Chelsea's success in the Premier League, and we're going to wrap the episode up with uh, Brighton's recent woes at Tottenham Stadium. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of Just a Bit of Banter. Joining us on this episode is a very special guest. We have Evan from Citizens Fancast. You can find him on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, insert social media app that you may have forgotten here at Citizens Fancast. Evan, welcome to the show. Thank you for being on. Uh, I saw recently you just celebrated 50 episodes on your podcast, so congratulations. Hey, we're 50 we're very grateful you decided to spend the night with us. Yeah, thank you. I, I planned to do more for my 50th episode and then forgot. And when I was making the title, I was like, oh, crap, I hit 50. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, it's an awesome achievement, man. Um, we're we're slowly getting on our way there. So Slowly. but. Welcome to the show. We're going to kind of dive right into it because City obviously played in the Champions League today. Uh, I would say at times a frustrating 3-1 win, but uh, Evan, I will come to you first. How did you feel about the performance tonight? How do you feel the boys did? Are you concerned about anything going forward in the Champions League? The floor is yours. I It, it was definitely frustrating. Uh, it felt like we could have scored a lot more than three that's that's for sure but I, I think what i've learned mostly from our away legs in champions league is don't necessarily expect a lot and if you can get out with a win or a draw that will probably be okay when we go back home so i'm, I'm not too concerned uh but it's uh it definitely was a little bit frustrating yeah for sure i felt like it was another one of those games where I kind of knew what they were going to do going into it in terms of their defensive setup with, you know, as many men behind the ball as they could when we were in possession. Um, But I I would say the most frustrating thing about that match is it's kind of been a characteristic I've seen all season. It's a team that, like you said, we should be scoring six against or something like that. Their keeper has pretty much the game of his life. Six goals, dude? Six goals? Yeah. Six goals. Yeah, I could I could have definitely gone for six. Uh, it, it makes me uh, very thankful that De Bruyne is back, considering he had something to do with every single goal. Uh, oh, yeah. It feels like those games were a lot harder when he wasn't there. I agree. I think he just brings that creative. There's, I don't know. We talked about this a couple episodes ago when he came back, um, where it was kind of this, feeling of well are we putting too much pressure on De Bruyne is he you know is he really gonna be just change everything and that I mean I've said it probably on on social media and I know I've definitely said it here but since that Newcastle game I've officially committed to he's the best player the Premier League's ever seen and I think it's because he carries that aura he changes the team completely in terms of what we can do creatively the goal the big goals he scores how we just I don't know there's just something I don't know if it's because I haven't seen him all season but there's just something about when he's on the ball that he's just like that next 
level above anybody else who's around him, especially in a game when we're playing. I mean, no offense to Copenhagen. I thought they played really well considering, you know, their opposition, but especially surrounding players that are definitely a, a league lower than most of the team city plays against. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I've, I'm on record saying multiple times, I think he's, the best player in the Premier League now and basically kind of ever. I, I, that's just how I feel. And, you know, people are welcome to agree with me. But I I mean, when he came back and and I, I don't know if I had just not seen him in so long or, or what it was, but he came back and I was like, it, was he always this good? Because he just seemed better somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I Again, I think it's just that I kind of have the same feeling, uh, believe it or not, about Grealish seeing him you know it's obviously a shame he went down injured it looks like it's a muscular injury uh we'll talk about that in a second but just seeing him play I think maybe it's just because he's so different to how Doku plays that seeing that level of control and the, the biggest thing that stands out for me with Grealish is I obviously Doku is a more exciting and electric player and he's going to be around for you know many more years hopefully and will grow into this city team but there's a definite maturity to Grealish's play that I've grown up playing in the Premier League. I've won a Champions League with this team, and I kind of know how my game is and works in this team. And I think that's, again, I, I just think it's because I haven't seen him play so much that that is my eye, the eye test, as they say, is on an elevated level with, with players that have kind of had a couple years under the belt versus some of the new players we've seen coming to this side. Yeah, I think the biggest difference with with Doku and Grealish is, uh, I think you kind of put it best with experience. Grealish kind of knows where to put the ball if he's backed into a corner, and I feel mm. like a lot of times Doku's just like, I'll just swing across in and see what happens. And a lot of times, it doesn't turn out the greatest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I think it is what it is. He's a young kid. I I, I mentioned. Previously, I I think give Doku about two years and, you know, he's going to have a 15 assist season. I think that's a reasonable goal for him. It His final ball is a bit lacking right now, but he can't. It's just a different thing. It's a, it's a different type of player. I, I really do think, uh, I don't know. I was noticing it today in the game in a, one of the areas I think we really have suffered this season, or maybe it's just a pep the way Pep plays. And I'll end I'll end my question here and bring the rest of the guys in to see if they want to ask any questions here because I know I've been going now for almost 10 minutes. But one thing I noticed today is we've it feels like we have a really weak left side in terms of our attacking options. You know, the fan base, at least online, and I know that's that take that with a grain of salt because it's online, but the fan base online is either frustrated with Doku's final ball uh, and his, you know, maybe the lack of amount of times that that final ball connects, but they love the amount of take-ons he, he does and that he beats his player. And then the other half of the fan base is upset when Grealish is on because he takes too much time and plays a safe ball and doesn't, you know, run it as a defender the way they like Doku. So it's almost like they want... It's almost like we need a combination of both, and I think in a lot of ways we're going for this fourth title and this repeat of the champions league and all this stuff 
with a very weakened left side that I don't really know how to improve. Because I don't think we need to buy new players. I think it's more of just a be patient with what we've got and enjoy the process while it happens. I, I would agree. I mean, I think I think last year at, at times when we when we lacked it, it helped having Ake there and and moving forward just to kind of be in support. And I think he kind of did that a lot today, which, which seemed to help on that left side. I mean, uh, I I love Guardiol. I think he's been great, but I, I just feel like if we're going to put someone as a left defender for to help us there, I think Ake is that guy, and I think he just kind of brings that entire left side together. Yeah, definitely. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's again, yeah, Vardiel's another young player who's been asked to do something that's really weird for a center back to do. Uh, but I, I'm the opposite. I, I tend to like Vardiel pushing forward on those games where we do have a low block. It, I agree though with you that we definitely have a lot more sol- solidity and control when Ake is there. I mean, his his clearance today, when he crossed the ball in, uh, Copenhagen crossed that ball in, and he, he does that diving header basically at the striker's feet to uh, clear it out. I forget what, I forget the moment, minute that it was, but I think it was, it was in the second half. You just don't get that from any other guy, and he flies under the radar. He's a great, great, uh, not underdog story, but Ake's got a solid place in my heart. Definitely for his, his consistency. And he's another Chelsea yep. reject, so thanks, George. If I can just... Another Chelsea oh, reject. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, I think I, I forgot that I was even here. I was just listening. I, <clears throat> I was just going with the vibe, dude. So you were saying that the left-hand side, you're saying your left side is you're saying it's weak. So what do you think... You know, I'll open up to Evan and, and Patrick about this, about with the stuff that's going on with Doku, I mean, it's, just, it's only his first year in the, in the PL, right? So uh, you gotta, like you said, give him some time, like you said, two, three years possibly. Um, but however, what do you think about moving uh, Alvarez right there? To the left. He's a, he's a utility player. He's very unique. I think you could do it. I'll let like Evan answer first. I've, I've got an idea on this, but Evan, you're the guest of honor. So you go first. Guest of honor. I, I'd like to see it. I don't think it'd be a terrible option in all honesty. Uh, I, it's so hard I, to pick who, who I would prefer just on the left in general. Cause I feel like it kind of is like what the game needs. Like, I, I mean, for example, and, and I'm sure we'll get into it more later, but I would have loved to have Grealish this weekend against Chelsea. I think he was, I think he'd be a better matchup. And uh, we didn't see it the first time, and, and we're not going to see it again. And I think that's a little unfortunate, in all honesty. No, I, I think that's a super valid point. We'll get into kind of lineups when we go into predictions at the end there, but because I agree, we want we're gonna we would have wanted his control and at times boring air quotes boring style of play with I think how Chelsea are going to come out against us. Um, I would not put Alvarez on the left uh, at all. Instead, if you wanted to play both or try something different, I would shift um, and shout out to Patrick True City fan on Twitter for this because I got the idea from him. But I would shift Grealish back more central, maybe next to Kevin even, and then put Doku in front of him. 
So he's kind of got that more tucked in role that we've seen. He's got options in front of him. He knows how to track back. He doesn't really lose the ball in that position. Almost like a Bernardo Silver role Bernardo Silver plays sometimes. So I'd put him there and then put put Doku on the left. Foden still stays on the right. I know that kind of removes Foden from the middle, which is something cool we like to see. But in games when we're playing, I don't know, it depends. I guess it would depend on the game. Because if in a game that a team's playing a low block, yeah, maybe you want Foden in the middle there. But I, I would like to see Grealish play more kind of tucked into the middle while someone overlaps with them. Maybe not even necessarily as a winger, just put someone else out there on the wing. But I don't think Alvarez is on the wing on the left wing because I don't think he has a very good left foot, does he? To cross in. I think overall he's a solid player and I think he could fucking do it. That's just my opinion. I've never seen his left foot in person, so I couldn't really tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Or you, or you never know that, that Doku might just come around, dude. It, it might. I don't know. I, well, I, this I isn't. This isn't hate on Doku. I. You started your comment. You started your question by saying like Doku's a young player, and you know it's his first year. Like you said, his first year in the Premier League. That's why I say in two years he's gonna have a 15 assist season. He's gonna get unlocked. I think if we could find a way to. My biggest issue, honestly, with today, was once again with a low block team and uh we just kind of play a little too slow and yeah that's just kind of pep style of play it, it really is but it's look at the goal the opportunities that Copenhagen did have it's because they're putting the ball early into the box we do, they don't let our defense get set and i feel like way too often with i'm not trying to i mean we won 3-1 so it's it's really take all this in context that you know, I'm not going to complain too much because, you know, we won 3-1. We got to take a two-goal lead back to home in the Champions League, which pretty much means we're probably going to go through to the next round, barring anything catastrophic. But it gets a little frustrating at times. What leads to the frustration is when we have pace in Holland and pace in Foden and pace in Doku, we don't play the ball quickly enough forward. And we, we kind of abandoned this season. It seems like we've abandoned the midfield. There's a time where I was watching where there was literally a ring of like eight Copenhagen players around the midfield. None of our players were there to pick up space or turn on the ball and get that ball forward. So we're letting them get set. We're letting them push it back. Ends up working and it, you know, it works nine times out of 10. Obviously you've seen the results over the last couple of years, but I would like us to see play a little bit more on the transition. Always have. It's nothing. It's something I'm never going to see under Pep, but it's just that's a Man City's fan request. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I just I, I like to see that that highlight with uh, KDB getting his goal, man. Today, I thought that was pretty good. Oh, for sure. It's always good when KDB scores. Any part of everything, everything that happened today. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, because he did. They technically got the assist for that second goal. It was a tackle. May or may not have been watching it work. Oh. <laughs> I may or may not have been doing the same thing. Oh, okay. Can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. I think he. I think he was doing it. So if you know his HR department, 
Call it yeah, the HR department. Get Adam. I got, I got that on speed dial, dude. There you go. Call him up. Sheila, you won't believe what this Sheila? fucking guy's doing this time. God damn it, Sheila. You know her name, Sheila. Or there's Something somebody like in HR named Sheila. It's you know I, I was I was watching the Super Bowl and they had Champions League ads about like leaving work early and I was like, don't give my place of employment ideas of what I'm doing in the middle of the week. That's not yeah. their business. It's none of their business. It's nobody's business. They're, you know, it, you know, it, it would be nice though if they did do the Super Bowl the week after. Because then we got because then we got President's Day. Get that Monday off. Oh, uh, so you could that's oh. not a bad idea. You could drink. See, some of us have to work Super real Bowl. jobs and we don't get days like President's Day off. Then you're not we'll working a, a real well, job. What kind of job are you talking about, dude? Fucking you get a President's Day off? Are you joking? Yeah, I get I have Monday off. For the president. President's Day, dude. You don't George Washington, Abraham oh Lincoln, God. isn't it? That's why everyone. Dude. I even know why. <clears throat> I also do not get President's Day off. I yeah. didn't know it was even coming up because yeah. I don't get it off. So, Fuck all right. Well, George guys. and I, George and I are going to rub it in your face. We have you fucking off right. You fucking we right, have made smart life decisions over here. Whatever. <laughs> My first holiday is Labor Day. Are you serious? Yeah. Or no, not Labor Day. Memorial Day. Memorial no. Day. Sorry. No, Fourth of July. Yeah, in May. So you get you get you get New Year's as your yeah technically New Year's Day off. So so no President's Day, nothing in March, April, May. Yeah, well Memorial Day we may. I did get Martin Luther King Day off, but my company's pretty woke. So (laughs) we had MLK Day off. You should have MLK Day off. Yeah, I agree. I, I think we I mean, I've worked for places where they're like, you fucking come in unless you're dying. So, yeah. Well, we've all had jobs where it's you come in while you're dying. Yeah. While you're dying, too. <laughs> yeah. We got. We hey, got so, the, so, so you well, tell are you right? still breathing? We got. We, did you get somebody yeah, we to get shift? <laughs> we got to order that pulse. Here, buddy. Hey, yeah. you, you still got to come in, man. You still going to come on your shift? Yeah. You're coming in today, right? Oh, your mom and dad died? So Darn, sorry, like forty minutes late. You'll be here. You'll be here forty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be here in fifty minutes. Look, we'll give you the first hour off, but we really need you here today. Yeah, don't worry. We won't write you out this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, again, that was just my opinion of how we can do that Super Bowl the following week. It's not a bad idea. It's the same thing of like Halloween should be the last Friday of October. That way everybody has it off in their the weekend's coming up. Kids can just, enjoy it. I don't it. think it's just that, dude. I think it's everything, dude. Like 4th of July is like that too. Sometimes you get like a Wednesday off. Yeah, that's true. That's a weird. What the fuck am I gonna do on a Wednesday? Oh, I, I we, think if the fourth of July is on like a Tuesday or a Thursday, you you should automatically get the day before or after off. Like yeah. it should just Definitely I always take it off anyway. Yeah, come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. People do it. We should get it all off. Get April 20th off. You know. What? Get I don't it get it. Why April 20th? Yeah, okay. Well. Because of the multa. You know, it was the the day. The day. 
Greg, you're it's fucking April. Greg, it's April 20th for you every day, buddy. I'm just going to be honest with you. You know. <laughs> like, I've I've had some times with you down there in the dirty tea. The dirty tea. <clears throat> well, bring it, bringing it back to the football real quick. Uh, are there any standout tactical things that stood out to you during the Copenhagen match, Evan? Um... Not really. I, I, I do like, I like Foden better in the middle, and he was on the right. But I, I do like him and De Bruyne having the willingness to kind of just swap whenever, and yeah, you know, take each other's roles. I think that helps a lot. It just makes everything move a lot more fluidly. Yeah, I, I found uh, what I really liked is honestly for Foden's third goal is kind of how De Bruyne made that inside run to cut back very again very bernardo silver esque if you will even foden does that run but it, it's to have someone as clinical in their passing i guess to make that run i'd like to see that more uh, see if we can experiment with that more well that's a that's a hot take gentlemen <laughs> hot takes on the champions league Anything? What would be what would be your top five buzzwords to describe this match, Abbott? Um, let's go three. Does, uh, does, does um count as one? Um. <laughs> uh, let's see here. They uh, dirty because they hacked our oh. ankles every chance they got. Straight uh, up. Let's go. Magical to describe De Bruyne. All right, so um, dirty magical. Yeah. (laughs) All right, I love it. Sounds like we're doing a weird Mad Lib. What what three words would you describe your match? It's three. I thought it was five. I changed it to three at the last minute. Oh, okay. Five was too Uh, many. Okay. Pick the best three. Frustrating. Frustrating. It's frustrating. Okay, frustrating, uh, dead air. Frustrate, frustrating, dead air. Actually, you know what? Frustrating, dull. Dull. Sometimes. <clears throat> and clinical. Clinical. All right, frustrating, dull, I don't think clinical. Because I don't think we... Let's pull up the stats for it real quick. I don't think we had very many... Pull that up for us. We don't have people Jamie, to pull stuff up for us. Jamie, so pull that up for us. Yeah, Riley, yeah. Riley, Riley, pull that up for us, will you? No, uh, it's Shelly, dude. Shelly, Shelly, pull it up. Shelly, pull Shelley, up. Shelly, get on that, would you? See if, see if corn dogs. Okay, made I'm out of real totally dogs. talking. This, this is how you know I wasn't like completely focused on the game the entire time because I'm talking on my ass. We had 27 you... shots, 13 of them on target. So here I am God saying we didn't have any clear chances. You, you don't know what <laughs> you're talking about. I'm just like, no, we didn't have very many chances at all. What are you talking about? And we only had 13. Shots Your on target. This week. You're working, dude. So you, yeah. I, yeah. No, I yeah. mean it I'm happy with the performance. I think our I I do agree. Like the way they were hacking us down is I that's why I was like, we gotta get in and get out, get the fuck out of Copenhagen because the fuck out of Dodge. These, these leagues that are not uh, I hate to say it, these leagues that are not as professional. You see it when we go to like League One teams. 
you have a greater risk of getting injured because there's it feels like there's less control from the players or they I don't even think they quote unquote play dirty. They just are used to flying into tackles like that. The closer you get to Sunday league, closer you get to flying in tackles. And I don't know how any of their players didn't get sent off or I think the cards didn't come out till the 70th minute. Usually I'm okay with a ref letting letting the game flow and you know, not interrupting, but I don't know, Evan, what, how did you feel the ref did in this match? I think it's the most city thing ever for them to be like taking us out late on for 70 minutes. And then the first card to be for descent. Like <laughs> if, yeah, if that doesn't point. sum up all of our matches, I, I don't know what does. That's a good point. That well, and your I, coach was allowed to be there today. Or, yeah, Deserby's just too electric. He was he was out there, man. I love I fucking love Roberto Deserby. He's so great. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to take a quick break, real yeah, quick, and a hear a word from our sponsor? The a word from our sponsor. The Gel Blaster. What is it? The the squeaky Super squeeze Soccer? seven seven thousand. This uh, yeah. the lazy genius. Lazy Genius 9000. That's what it is. The Super Sock Soakers 9000. It's it's only our second week with ads, so I'm still (laughs) learning them. But yeah, over to the Lazy Genius 9000. Introducing the Lazy Genius 3000. Are you tired of using your brain? Do you wish that you could outsource thinking to someone or something else? Well, look no further because we have the solution for you, the Lazy Genius 3000. Say goodbye to pesky cognitive efforts and hello to a life of blissful ignorance. The Lazy Genius 3000 is the ultimate brain replacement device that does all the thinking for you, so you can focus on more important things, like perfecting your air guitar skills or memorizing your favorite pizza toppings. Key features, advanced procrastination technology. Our cutting-edge algorithms are designed to delay decision-making until absolutely necessary or preferably never. Random idea generator. Never run out of excuses for being late again. Let the Lazy Genius 3000 generate a new and bizarre reason for every occasion. Memory wipe option. Forget about embarrassing moments and regrettable life choices at the push of a button. But wait, there's more. Order now and we'll throw in a free lifetime supply of imaginary friends and and a coupon for unlimited high fives from virtual pandas. Act fast. We're too lazy to keep this offer going for long. Order your Lazy Genius 3000 now and experience joy of not having to think for yourself. Just dial 1-800-LZY-GENIUS and our automated system will take care of the rest. We are not responsible for any actual thinking that may occur. Side effects may include increased creativity, improved problem solving, and general sense of accomplishment. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Greg, thank you for our sponsors on that. So if we can just hop into the Chelsea and uh, Crystal Palace game. Um, Yes, Chelsea won that match. Three to one. Uh, we had, you well, won the last I was waiting for that, Greg, dude. I, was for I haven't the... I haven't heard that from you very often this this uh this season when you say well, Chelsea yeah. won. But I mean I'll tell you right now, I am enjoying this lavender drink that my girlfriend got. It's the very lavender. calming. It looks but like it it's a like, bunch of stuff that's mixed in. Dude, it, it looks like uh, some sewage, to be honest with you. What the hell is sitting <laughs> at the bottom? Anything that's like good for you looks like crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are but pretty dirty too, dude. You remember that? Yeah, we do it. We do it's it. About what the water dude. looks like down there. Yeah, this is actually just a glass of tap water. 
from Tucson, <laughs> from Arizona. From Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the municipal water, but it it tastes like root beer ran out of syrup, and also somebody put some mud in. So, but I'm gonna drink it because it makes me very calm. Because if I fucking if I'm not calm, I can't deal with these motherfuckers. I'll tell you right now. I can't deal with myself. I can't calm. deal with it. George, we want to hear about Chelsea. I've been yes, sir. No, we yeah. don't. We don't want to hear about Chelsea, but oh, you're dude. on this show, so we have to let you talk about it. Unfucking believable. See this, Evan? See what I got to deal with all this fucking time with these guys? Fucking, yeah, Chelsea and this, that, blah, blah, blah. And Brian does this, blah, blah. All that shenanigans that's going on, that man, bunch of bullshit. Could be worse. I mean, you could Brighton, think Brighton's Brighton win the is league. sitting. It is. They are, but but they are sitting above Chelsea. I just wanted to remind you in the table. Go on. You remember? It, remember back not, in not preseason. You remember? Not do you remember much. back in preseason when George was all high and mighty because he beat you in preseason, and now you've sat above him in the table literally the entire season. The whole time. I like how we also hijacked George's segment to talk shit about Chelsea. Evan, you can get involved with this too. Please feel free. I'm I'm ready to talk about Chelsea. I specifically made sure I watched their game so I could talk about it. I, I came prepared. <laughs> Evan's like, I have actual football content. Yeah. Can you guys please shut up and let me get yeah. into it? <laughs> Let's get into well, the content. Then I'll then I'll start giving okay. shit. Go ahead, George. <clears throat> well, you guys are fucking bunch of assholes, dude. You all of you guys, except for Evan. Evan's cool for right now until I got here with bogus shenanigans. Anywho, um, yes. Yeah, so we did play Crystal Palace. Um, Again, we we beat them, but City did not beat them. So let's just put that right there. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, three to one. Uh, we had fourteen shots on goal. Lineup on this one, uh, we had um, Chilwell on our back lines. We had Silva, Desasi, Gusto. We had Enzo, uh, Caicedo, and then um, Pep, uh, not Pep, uh, Pochettino kind of switched it up on this one. We had uh, Jackson actually on the playing on the wing side, and um, we had Gallagher in the middle. And then we had. Um, Medwecki on the other side, and then Palmer as our um, <clears throat> as our striker, which was uh, very unique. hadn't haven't seen that yet, so it was kind of it was kind of a little a little hesitant on that. But I always thought that Palmer can be and play that position um, just by the way he's playing right now. Uh, and then moving Jackson to the wing side, which which was you know it looked a little different to me. Um, however, you know seeing this and how they played, um, you know. Uh, Palace got the first goal on us in the first uh, first half. I think it was like the 30-ish minute. Um, it was a fucking badass goal, though. So I got to admit to that. When Crystal Palace, you know, doing that dime at, uh, just outside the box and just have a fucking rocket to um, uh, to our goal, our goalkeeper, uh, Petrovic. And, uh, man, it was just a, a rocket. So <clears throat> it was a 1-0 on that one. Then second half comes in. You got Gallagher coming in. Um, you know, um, we had uh, – it was uh, from Gusto to a nice cross to it around the 40s. Like, it was like right in the beginning of the uh, first uh, second half of uh, this cross to um, Gallagher and fucking just went right in. And, man, that was such a fucking beautiful goal on that. Now coming up to one-to-one. Then it was kind of going back and forth on this. It was going both possessions <clears throat> and on this. And it was just – it was honestly nerve-wracking. I, I thought we were going to end up on a draw on this. Uh, however, the 90th minute came comes in. And the 90th plus minute, the second minute comes in and Gallagher gets his second goal in there. So we'll get one and two goals of the season. Um, man, just put a, put a freaking stamp to that. We had, 
it was Palmer again passes to Enzo. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, it was Palmer <clears throat> turns it and then hits it to Gallagher right in the middle and then strikes it right again. And man, it was just fucking beautiful on the on the second goal in that one. And then we had the the third one, <clears throat> which was Enzo uh, on this one. And this one kind of Enzo like he he uh, was going inside the box on this one. And and uh, again, it was Palmer again. You know, passes right to him. And Enzo, like, he's going in, and then he fucking just puts the brakes on while the, the Crystal Palace dude is kind of sliding. It's like, blah, 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 and just glides away, and and uh, Enzo just right there alone, just him, the goalkeeper, and just fucking picks his shot. Man, it was such a it was such a beautiful goal on that one. So Chelsea did win, <clears throat> again, 3-2-1, and um, I couldn't be happier than that, man. It was just it, it was just nice. My uh, I, I, I actually kind of like that lineup. <clears throat> of how they moved uh when they switched it with Palmer and uh and Jackson on that um just having him just kind of change it up because we 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 need we need we needed some change from this just because you know you know throughout the season is you know been up and down it's been ups and downs on this and just sitting you know right at mid table and frustrating and it was due for some change and this was a unique change of having having um, Jackson and Palmer move in there. So I don't know if if maybe it was just a test run to see how this goes, or a potential maybe having this lineup maybe come in the future, maybe against City. I don't know. So it's it's going to be very interesting. But yes, I did like um, I did like this lineup and have. Um, uh, Moneki on on that side, and then also um, with Jackson on the wing side, and you know, sub, you know, go in and out with with uh, Palmer and possibly Nakoku and all that stuff. So again, I, that's that's uh, what I got for that. Um, it was a nice win. Did appreciate that. Um, but yeah, man. I don't know if you guys were able to catch that or Evan. You got something to say on that? But uh, Chelsea, what are your thoughts on that? I have. I'll start with a question. As a Chelsea fan, what are your feelings on Jackson? Because when I saw him in the preseason, I, I watched most of the preseason, most of Chelsea's preseason games, just because they were easy to watch, being like seven o'clock since they were here in the U.S. Um, I honestly thought he would come out and score like fifteen to twenty goals this year. I don't think he's going to hit that, but I had higher hopes for him. Just expecting him to come out and be a little more clinical finishing than he has been. Yeah, dude, that's a, I mean, again, I, I was, I don't know if you listened to us back in, back during preseason, but I was really, really hyped up for this dude coming in and how he shows, but then now, you know, coming before, I mean, he's, he's got seven goals, I think maybe eight goals um, off the top of my head. I could think of, but I don't know, man, it's, it's kind of weird. how. How, I mean, I know Pochettino has been saying, you know, all this stuff and praising about this kid's going to be the future, all this good stuff, blah, blah, blah. But <clears throat> it's, 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 I don't see it right now, currently. Um, I, you know, he's 22, 21, 22 years old. So, I mean, he's still got some development to, to go. It is his first year in the, um, in the uh, Premier League. So, um, he does need some, mentoring uh with this and and i think with bringing in with nkoku and kind of with with that as well uh mixing in with him and and um just vibing with him because with him and 
and Nkoku is kind of, you know, it's kind of like night and day. Like you can see that Nkoku wants to, he, just by the way like he moves and he's passing these balls and going into them, making plays, spreading out the offense a little bit, rather than Jackson's just go, go, go. And he's looking. And then the, the weird thing about it is that like this one, he just uh, gets Crystal Palace. He just goes right to the wing, right, right straight to the wing and left side. Like why? Dude, you're a striker. You go towards the goal and be a fucking striker. You know what I mean? So, um, and it, well, a perfect example is when we had on the FA Cup, um, which we played against uh, Aston Villa. And, oh, uh, shoot, was it that one? Uh, oh, my gosh, I'm kind of shooting blanks. I think it was that one. But every time he get the ball and he's he's going, but he's going, like, like towards the goal, but then he's going this way. <laughs> Instead, you're supposed to go this way. You know what I mean? So it's it's maybe that's why Pochettino kind of moved him to the wing side for this game in particular to see of how he does and see how it changes, changes that. Um, and then too, he's just coming back from the African cup of nations. So he's rusty. He has been out uh, from his, his squad. I, I, I think he's been benched for most of the time. I don't think he played that much. So him coming back, he was, he looked a little rusty, especially with uh, FA on the FA cup. Um, you know, uh, it was another, another cross from Gusto, uh, I believe it was that game. And it was, like, from a striker standpoint, like, Holland, he, he would have fucking nailed that in the head. Header, boom, right in. But his his head movement still needs some, you know, some movement in there. So, and, and to drive it, you know what I mean, and hit it in there. It, it, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still up in the air about him. Uh, I didn't, I, I did say that he was going to be our future, um, but I still think he needs some development. Um, so it's a work in progress in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely think he's, he's close. He he kind of knows where to position himself and, and everything. It's just, I, I think there's issues at times with getting the ball to him with, uh, particularly not to bash another former city player, but Sterling, I, I feel like at times doesn't have the best decision-making. I think, you get guys around him that can get him the ball in good positions and just maybe a second year in the premier league, I think his finishing will increase as much as I don't want to admit it. If you look at Darwin Nunez at, at Liverpool, his finishing is slightly better this year in his second year. I mean, he, he has about 20 shots a game, but at least one of them finds a net usually. So uh, I think it, it's a work in progress, but he's, I think he's on the way there. Yeah, and I think that was actually the game. It was a Darwin. Is that the one? Is that the game where he had like four different like posts on that? Was that him? I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I think he had that against you guys. <laughs> yeah, it was like four clunk, 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 clunk. Like, what are the odds in that, dude? But I don't know. It, it's going to be, again, it's going to be a work in progress on that. And we'll, we'll, I mean, I'm just going for the ride, dude. I'm just seeing what I got. And, um, his his and then he's 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 a hothead. He's always getting these yellow cards all the time. So he did suspensions on it. Um, and I think he just got another one this uh, on the FA Cup when uh, I think when Enzo scored. Um, because there was all those rumors about him that he wanted out of Chelsea and blah blah blah. And then he, once he made that goal, he you know took off that 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 um, his jersey and said, "No, nope, I'm fucking Chelsea right here," and just made that commitment on that. And then there was something going on. I guess. Jackson must have said something and gets that nice little yellow card. So it is what it is. 
You know, speaking of cards, real quick, have you guys heard about that blue card thing that they're talking about? Yeah, it's such a dumb idea. How about <laughs> fix your refs? Oh, dude. Fix right. your fucking refs first. The fucking blue card. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, we were talking about yellow cards, and I, I, it, it somehow triggered because I saw the background blue, and I saw that. I, I remember reading something about these fucking blue cards. But anyway, we, we, when that time comes, unnecessary. We'll, yeah, it's uh, very, uh, very unique, man. So, Evan, have you talked to your brother about the Chelsea game? Uh, a little bit here and there. Uh, I was actually talking to him about an hour before this. Um, we talked mostly about Enzo, him, uh, not leaving just cause he, uh, my brother recently got an Enzo Jersey. So, uh, he didn't leave, but, uh, yeah, I, I think he's there to stay. And then it was weird because, uh, uh, he, he did that thing with the Jersey, you know, he said, I'm Chelsea. And then like the next day there was like a different rumor that came out that he had to be like, guys, shut the fuck up. I'm staying here. Like, <laughs> Dude, that's a lot of the stuff that's going on with this social media crap, and it's it's it sucks because that's I don't know. It, it, that's just These how... kids today in their social media crap. Yeah, it, it's uh, I don't know, man. It's these things that people say all the time, and then gets in people's heads and how they play, and it's all in their mind, and the fans get frustrated, and I don't know. It, it's it, it can be it can go a lot of different ways of how. I feel about that, but man, I was kind of bummed out when I saw that originally. The first time I saw that, like, oh, Enzo, man, really? But then when he made what? that and took it off the jersey and did that, it was a dark time for Chelsea when that rumor was coming out, too, because you guys were kind of on a losing streak, weren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's like unfortunately to get off. Everyone and that that was that freaking spiel about with Tiago Silva. And remember that with his wife and I. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, when it was fucking time to go. Oh, dude, I was hot, dude. I'm still. Yeah, hot. I remember. Yeah, I was pretty uh, hot about losing to Crystal Palace. So uh, we didn't lose, but it felt like one. I get yeah, it. No, I, I, I hear you, bro. But yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> that's what I got for for the Crystal Palace and Chelsea game going on with that. It was again, it was good three points. Points, three points needed, excuse me. Um, but man, I'm just, we just got to keep this momentum going, especially because we got a very, very tough match coming up. Yeah, so. you guys are, where are you guys going? Uh, I don't know, man. This place, I don't know. I forgot where. Yeah. Where were you guys from? Uh, Nottingham or something? Yeah. Nottingham? Little old Manchester. Beautiful Manchester. Is but before good, we before get to that, there. is there is there anything that you want to talk about Chelsea before we hop on to uh, Gregory? Uh, no, I, the only thing I was gonna say before we head in there is, I mean, kind of have Connor Gallagher coming into form too. I know, and the only reason I mentioned that is because you've kind of stood by him this entire season. You know, you're, you're damn like, right. Every dude. time, every, every time we talk, we're like. I want to see Gallagher play more. I want to see Gallagher play more. So now it's starting to pay off because it looks like he's. Didn't he score in your other game as well? The other 4 1? Uh, sir, that is correct. Um, well, mm, I know he scored his. Uh, uh, he scored two goals against, uh, what do you call it? Um, Crystal Palace. But I think those are the only. 
two goals he got. I know he got some assists, but yeah, I think that's you, you only got one and two maybe, this year. Maybe it's just his overall play. I remember seeing something about in the last, not the Palace game, but I mean, obviously in the Palace game he was good. But uh, whatever you played prior to that, that he was, he was Boston play. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess he's, he, he, he's always a baller, dude. I mean, that's like I said, you know, I, it's nice to see him. Nice to see him. Um, play a lot more and 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 doing these because i know he's been probably frustrated as well with especially with the team because you know he is the captain on this well him and they kind of switched off with him and, and Chilwell. um you know the captains always take the heat on this stuff so um why is silva not your captain just as a sidebar he he's old dude i don't want to be a fucking captain, that's exactly dude. the way he should be a captain he's not acting like a captain well, he's always going like his he's always going like this well, it can't be worse. That United have Bruno on, Fernandez as their captain, so. Ooh, Bruno. Bruno Fernandez is the worst captain in the Premier League. Oh, man, shots fired, dude. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't know, but I'm I'm just happy that got that win. Galgar's coming in. Angel's coming in. Jackson in the works, dude. Coming into form at a good time, given your schedule. Coming great, coming at a great time. Great time. Been typical of our season. Of, of what? What are you talking about? Facing teams right as they're coming into form. Greg, before we get what to you that. got for uh, Brighton and Tottenham? You got Tatnum. you got Spurs. The Spurs. Well, that was a rough match for us. Um, but that was a that was a a tough ninety minutes of football. They played their hearts out the whole damn time. And most of the time, it was 1-0 Brighton. Tottenham only scored near the end. And, you know, the first the first goal that they got was, it was like, it came out and then it hit the, the, the post. And then the guy, like, saved it right before it went out of bounds. And he was, like, somehow managed to, to get it in there. And they got one. And then they got the other one. <clears throat> Right, I think it was in stoppage time. It was like four minutes, or yeah, it was ninety. It was like it was like ninety. Yeah, it was it was like full six minutes of stoppage time. It was like right oh. at the end. Yeah, it was such such a Spurs way to win. Such yeah. a Spurs way to win. I mean, we didn't have as many shots as they uh, as they did. Um, they had more possession. We had a bunch of passes. Um, they were a little bit more accurate with their passes. We had, you know, less fouls. They had more fouls, uh, but we had more yellow cards. No, uh, um, <clears throat> no red cards, luckily. But Roberto Deserbi was out there in the stands. Oh, he uh, served another suspension. He was serving a suspension, he, which was he bullshit. Needs some of your lavender drink, bro. He he was doing nothing wrong. They're stupid. They're, Greg is finally starting to understand stupid. these rules being dumb. For the, stupid, their, stupid their, refs. Their decisions on dissent have been terrible this year. Yeah, and you just you're just like, oh well, you have to sit out the match. Well, you know what? That's bullshit. Because he's getting paid to run the matches, so he should have to. That wouldn't fly here in America. You couldn't just walk up to fucking Bill Belichick and be like, Bill, your ass is sitting in the stands. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like you can go fuck yourself. He'll sit up in a hey, suite or something. That, 
That'd be fucking cool. That's a good idea, dude. Like, you know how they do it with like baseball? You know, baseball. Yeah. You're out of here. I guess technically refs could get a red card. So, well, they all should get red cards and they all should be permanently suspended. Fuck the refs. Ooh. Fuck the refs. I don't like refs. Are we, are we all in agreement here that fuck the refs? Yeah. Fuck the refs. Hey, well, hold, hold on, dude. I, I do refereeing for the cross, dude. Fuck yeah, George. Heard, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> You know, it is what it is, man. That's that's just decisions you've chosen, and this is just the path you've chosen in life. You know, but it's okay. But the Brighton game, it was a good game. It was a really, really interesting game to watch. Danny Welbeck, like their star players were in there. Jason Steele was solid the whole match at uh, at goal. Matoma came back. Matoma's back. Danny Welbeck was back. Um, they, I believe it was Evan Ferguson in the front. They had a Pascal Gross, who was the one who scored the goal. It was a penalty goal. Um, you know, it was just the whole team. And then there's this new guy that they've been playing, Lamptey. He's over on the left side, I think. Oh, I, I remember I told you about him, and I said, play yeah. him against Spurs. Yeah. Kid's he, a baller. He, he was just always freaking there. He's just a constant workhorse for him, and it was really great to watch him play. Um, but beyond that, it wasn't, you know. It wasn't a great time because we lost. But I was I'll tell you, I was glued to my seat the whole match. Couldn't look Hell away. Yeah. It was a great it was one of those great games of football. You know, even though it was one it was one nil Brighton for most of the match, at the end there it got really exciting. And the whole time was pretty exciting. You know, they were out there to playing their little hearts out. And it was a really good game to watch. I was pulling for you, dude. I wanted to see that that dub, but yeah, I, man, those fucking after after ninety minutes goals are so tough. I, I'm not going to say anything about Crystal Palace on That's no bullshit. way to perform, but well, we um, we beat Crystal Palace too last week. It was a it was a blowout. We well, yeah, so. they played their they played their hearts out against City, man. So they're done for the year, dude. Yep. Yeah, they got the we beat City <laughs> trophy. We got the- like, <laughs> yep. Heaven knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Where players just play their hearts out against us, score worldly shots like they never have ever again in their literal careers, and then yeah, just go back to being shit. Andros Townsend, oddly enough, in a Crystal Palace game as well, comes to mind. I think he played for them at that time. Did Adama Traore on Wolves ever score a goal against a team that wasn't us? No, I don't think so. And we were all ter- yeah. we the funny thing is we were all terrified of Adama Traore. We're like, yeah, you should come to City. Then we don't have to face him. But if he had came to City, it would be like the worst transfer decision ever. Seven, do you have anything on the Brighton and Palace game, buddy? Um, I do not. I believe I slept through that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so yeah, next not, up watch that. is Sheffield United. Good old oh, that should be a dub. Dude, that should be a dub for you, buddy. Be, that's going to be an easy dub, and I'm going to tell you why. Last week, it was revealed that Sheffield United has the worst defense in the history of the Premier League mm. by 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 numbers and metrics and statistics. They have like the most goals allowed or whatever. I don't know exactly how they measure all that, but they were pretty confident in saying that they're the worst defense. 
that has ever been, which it's a strong yeah. state. So I'm thinking we're going to go 4 0. Hell yeah. Go big. Going strong, dude. Evan, what do uh, you think? I I think Sheffield is very is very bad, and I think four is probably accurate. <laughs> Hell yeah! Damn! Hell yeah! I'll echo uh, the four nil. Go with the the group here. I don't know. I I think you'll get the win, Gregory. But they just beat Luton Town three to one. Well, Luton Town so, is killing it out here. Yeah, Luton Town's been playing pretty well. So yeah, and but anywho. I still think you're going to get this dub, Gregory. I'll, I don't think you're going to get a clean sheet. I'm going to say 3-1. Okay. All right. So get you that, so get that dub. Take it. And then up All next right. for City. You and, lot. For City is Chelsea and Chelsea for City. So rolling into it, we're going to have the a little bit of a more in-depth in uh, prediction here. And Evan, I'm come to you first. What kind of lineup would you like to see? You're, I'm putting you in Guardiola's seat. We just canceled his contract. Evan, we heard about this guy from this podcast in America. We're dropping him in Pep Guardiola's seat. What's the lineup, my man? Well, first, if we do that, I I don't think we keep our Champions League spot even. So I mean, that's fair. Give up the, in this the four in a row. <laughs> um, well... I think, considering injuries, I would say uh, Chelsea has pace. So to counter the pace, I'd expect Walker. Um, I, I'd expect I'd expect the same back line as today. So Walker, Stones, Diaz, Ake. Uh, I believe. Oh, well, Rodri's going to be there, obviously. Um, then I think you'll see Foden and. Doku, uh, I would have liked to see Grealish, like I said, but I, I don't think he's going to be ready. I think Bernardo's going to come off the bench. So, how many more do I need? <laughs> well, Holland uh, is obviously going to play. Holland, Holland will be in there, and then I think De Bruyne and Alvarez. Right is, 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 is that 11, or is that 12? Yeah. Uh, you said the same back four, Ederson, uh, Rodri, Bernardo, Doku. Yeah, we need you needed a striker and a winger. Okay, yeah. So I, I think Holland and I think we'll find a way to fit. Well, Foden will be in there too. I think I listed you think too Foden many players. Have interchange. Let me hang on. Let me let me figure this out here. Just write it out. Okay. No worries. Yeah. Same back four. George. And we'll yep. we'll have Rodri. I think okay. so Kevin, central, obviously, yeah. Uh, Foden, I think, will be on the right again. Okay, so Kevin and Foden interchange. Yep, Doku on the left, and then Holland up top, and then I think you fit Alvarez somewhere behind Holland. Okay, so kind of how we've been playing all season, just Kevin instead of a different person in midfield. Right. Okay. I'd I'd agree with that. I think uh, I think we might see it. The only change I would make is a kanji for Stones. I really do think they're trying to manage Stones right now, uh, and he played a full ninety stepping into midfield. So I think we'll see a kanji 
just to rest and rest stones on the bench. I'm all for it. I, I love a Kanji. So, I mean, I, yeah, I trust I mean, anyone back there. <laughs> yeah. What a bargain. Um, anything in particular you are looking for interesting, uh, that Chelsea might put out or do against us in this upcoming match. <clears throat> I think you will see a lot of Palmer and Sterling for no apparent reason. Which is my opinion. I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think they're going to do. I'd like to see the same lineup we had today. I would like to replace um, Sterling with um, Odeki, Odeki. And then I'd like to see Silva out and put uh, Levi Caldwell in there and keep everyone else the same. So it'll be Chilwell, Caldwell, Tisasi, and Gusto, and then we'll have Enzo uh, Caicedo, and then we would have the wings. We'll have I like Jackson right there, just as I want to continue seeing that. And Sterling and Gallagher, and then Palmer keep him as uh, as a striker. I like to say, I think those those two switch. I think that's what's going to happen. So I, I do think Sterling's gonna get a start though. Because City, right? Yeah, it screams of a Sterling or Palmer goal at home. It really does. So yep, that, that'll be my, my starting. And then I don't think it's gonna be a draw. I think we're gonna have a winner, dude. I think we're gonna have a winner. Not no no four four shenanigans. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's going to be actually probably a lot less scoring. Um, I think tactically, I think, yeah, both lineups sound about right. The only thing that I think will be interesting is how Chelsea decides to play against us. So they, because they have a decision to make, do they hold back and put long ball over using Sterling's pace to get in behind? That's a good point. Yeah, because they're not going to play through our. You're not going to play through our. If if we have a lineup that uh, I'm going to go with Evans lineup. If we go with Evans lineup. I don't see him getting through that midfield. Bernardo would be too tricky, and then Rodri's Rodri. But you will. They will have honor. You know, with Doku in that lineup, they're going to have vulnerabilities, or we're going to be vulnerable down that side. His tracking back has been getting better, but still not as good. Uh, and he does not keep the ball like Grealish would, which is pretty much why Evan, I'm sure, wanted him. Wait, have they said anything about Grealish? Yeah, Pep said it was muscular, which means oh. he's. it looks like he might be scheduled for surgery oh, in the coming shoot. days. Damn. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, it was an injury off the ball. Those are always bad, man. Those are always the bad ones. That fucking sucks. So yeah, I I think you'll find a lot of success down. I guess it would be that right hand or yeah, left hand side, um, because yeah, I just think you'll be. That's where that is one. I guess in on one hand, it could be where we're deadly and dangerous. On the other hand, I can see us losing possession down that side a lot. So hopefully, Ake does start and kind of is able to clean those situations up. We shall see, dude. We shall see. Who's going? So what are we say, going for score predictions? 
you know I'm going to go for 2-1 Chelsea, dude. All right. Well, I'm going to say it's going to be 1-1 one, one draw. That way, nobody can get mad at me. <laughs> That's fair. I, I think if, if Chelsea come at us like they did last time, it could get a little crazy. Not, not quite as crazy. I don't think we'll see 4-4. Four, four. But I would not be shocked at like 3-1, 4-2. Somewhere in that range. Yeah, I don't think we're going to keep a clean sheet, um, especially against mid-table teams. We just don't do that. But I do think we're better than we were the last time we faced them. So I'm going to go... I'll go 3-1 as well. 3-1 you hear that, George? They all They all predicted you to win. They did. Well, except for Patrick. He said, he said City right now. Evan oh, he not, actually however, specified? Yeah, I was going to say. Evan didn't specify. Evan didn't specify. I'm just keeping so, it open-ended so I can't be wrong regardless. There you go. Plausible deniability. Love it. Evan, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Please shout out all your social medias again so everybody can go follow you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for having me. I am uh, at Citizens Fancast on... Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. I think that's all of them. Um, I think that is all of them. Or just Google it, and I think it comes up. And click on what you see there. (laughs) There you go. Get at your boy. Well, thanks, everybody. One final question for Evan before we get him out of here that I ask all our guests, at least on the city side, is what made you fall in love with city not so much like them you're watch them but what made you fall in love with city i have my i have a weird origin story of like i i got into i grew up playing my entire life but my parents didn't have any channels that it was on so like basically i watched international tournaments and that was it until i was like 12 to 14 so uh, I just fell in love with with Spain and David Silva and David Villa when they were there. And okay. I kind of fell in love with Silva and followed him to City. And that was kind of it. And like, I, I started watching them because of City when I had the opportunity and they became my team from there. And, you know, it, it coincides with when the money came in, but like, it had nothing to do with the money. You know, they could have been last place. It was really just, I followed Silva and learned the players and I knew I hated United. So it was a perfect fit. Nice. All right. Greg, you want to take us out now? Thank you everyone for listening to just a bit of banter. Don't forget to go follow us at bit. banter pod on Instagram and YouTube and Spotify and Apple podcasts and TikTok. Uh, wherever ticks are talked. Uh, my name's Greg. I'm here with George and Patrick. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Peace. <laughs>